welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start with Jennifer Takagi. I'm Jennifer, a former climber of the corporate and government ladders turned leadership development entrepreneur. I'm a leadership coach helping you transform your office from feeling like a prison cell into a playground where employees are energized, engaged, and eager to work. Stress is reduced. Productivity is increased. Communication is seamless because playgrounds are much more fun than cubicle cells. Leadership development might seem like hard work, but leadership done right helps you create the team of your dreams. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to pave the way to your successful journey into a leadership role. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. I'm Jennifer Takagi with New Manager Media. Manage right from the start. Today I want to talk about boring meetings. Boring meetings. We've all been to boring meetings. <clears throat> We've all had to survive boring meetings. And the question is, how can you do that? How do you survive a boring meeting? Sometimes we're just put into meeting after meeting and we just, oh, we are so over it. So before we even walk in the door to the meeting, we have a bad attitude. We might have woken up in the morning and told our husband or wife or significant other or the dog, the cat, I've got this meeting today. I don't want to go. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be boring. We create such an image in our head about how horrible the meeting is that we walk in with a bad attitude. We have a chip on our shoulder because we don't want to be there. Well, the first thing you need to do to survive a boring meeting is leave that bad attitude at the door. Leave it at the door. The meeting was scheduled for whatever reason it was determined that you had to attend. Suck it up. I love the name of that book, Put Your Big Girl Panties On and Deal With It. It's kind of like that. Put your big girl panties on, your big boy jockeys on, put them on and deal with it. And when you walk in that door, have a good meeting about, uh, a good attitude about that meeting. I don't know why they scheduled this meeting. I don't know what the agenda is. And you may or may not know what the agenda is either. But if you walk in with a good attitude, it's going to be that much better it's going to be a little more palatable. You might be able to survive it. The second thing when you have to go to a meeting that you don't want to go to and you think it will be boring, commit to find one thing of value. Just one thing. I always set really low bars when I do training classes. I want people to leave with one thing that they can use. And I'm always excited when they can take two things or, you know, maybe 20. But commit to one thing. Commit that when you leave your bad attitude at the door and you walk in, that you're going to commit to finding one thing of value. What can that one valuable thing be? Did you learn something about somebody in that meeting you didn't know before? Did you learn something new within the organization that you didn't know? What came out of that meeting that you may not have known before? 
So if you start focusing on finding one positive thing, your boring meeting is going to be a whole lot less boring. Focus on one thing that you can take away that was of value. One thing. The next thing is take notes. Take notes. I am an avid note taker. My mom was a firm believer that my two sisters and I at some point might have to support ourselves. And the only way to do that is if we knew typing and shorthand. So we all had to take typing and shorthand. And I do not know any shorthand now and I couldn't read it if I had to. But I think taking shorthand taught me to write very, very quickly and to be able to listen to the words without really concentrating on them and putting them on paper. So I write really, really fast and typically I can write about as fast as you talk. And there are times when that's not quite true, but for the most part, for the most part, it is true. I went to a training in Denver one time and I, I didn't really understand, to be honest, half of what they were talking about in parts of this meeting. And the good news is I didn't really need it for my job, so it was okay that I didn't get what on earth they were talking about. But I sat there and paid attention because I had to be there all day anyway, and I took notes. And I wrote as fast as I could, and I wrote down everything that they said. Well, a colleague was with traveling with me, and like on day three, it was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we left at noon on Friday. And so like Wednesday morning, she called me and said she was sick and couldn't come. Would I take notes? Well, of course I was going to take notes. So she shows up Friday morning and she missed all day Wednesday, all day Thursday. And she was like, hey, when we get back to the office, can I have your notes? And I said, yes. And in this you know, four and a half day meeting. We might have even started noon on Monday. I don't remember. I had like 70, 80 pages worth of notes. A lot of notes because I wrote down everything that they said. I wrote down who the speaker was and what time they started and I wrote everything down. Well, fast forward a year or two, someone brought up something that I didn't know much of anything about. And I said, hey, wait a minute. I think I have notes on that. Well, now some time has passed. That topic has come up a few more times. And I pull my notes out and lo and behold, I have all the background on that program because I took the notes. It also, I became known as the person who, if I was in the meeting, just let me take the notes because I wrote faster than anybody else, so people wouldn't even try to take notes. But if you take notes during a boring, horrible meeting, you stay focused on the words and writing them down. You forget how boring the meeting is because you're now in this mind game of trying to write down everything that they say as fast as you can. If you miss a word, just leave a little blank. You might go back and figure out what they actually said in that little, you know, snippet that you missed. But you also might find out that you have more information than you thought you did and it was more valuable than you originally thought it was. It will help you find that one thing of value from the meeting. So 
to survive a, a totally boring meeting. Number one, leave your bad attitude at the door. Number two, make a game of finding something of value at that meeting. And number three, take notes. Take avid notes. Be committed and dedicated to taking notes. There's something about hearing words, then processing through your brain, coming through your arm to your hand, out your pen where you write it down. And it's different than actual typing it, handwriting commits it to your brain somehow differently. I don't know how. I'm not a scientist. But take notes. It will help you survive that boring meeting. I'm Jennifer Takagi with New Manager Media and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for joining today. Please hop on over to iTunes to leave us a review and share our channel with your friends and family. Head over to TakagiConsulting.com gift for a great free gift. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and TakagiConsulting.com. We would love to hear from you. And may your days be filled with more success than you ever dreamed possible.